Listener Powered 90.3 KEXP. You're listening to Audio Oasis on every Saturday night from 6 to 9 p.m. And it's now time for live music by Whitney Ballin on KEXP. Listening to live music by Whitney Ballin on KEXP.
be listening to live music by Whitney Ballin. Really excited to have you here. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having us. Yes. Um, so I'm going to, I was like, what am I going to launch into first? And I, I'm, I'm going to start here. Um, I was thinking about the name of your last album, Being Here is Hard. Mm-hmm. And then the new one, which is You're a Shooting Star, I'm a Sinking Ship. Mm-hmm. And th- this is what it makes me think of. Um, I thought that these are real human emotions, and I know that you talk a lot about being human in your music. I am very much a human, I think. <laughs> yes, you are. I'll, I'll confirm that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, being a human, the, the idea behind being a human... Uh, well, let me finish. Okay. Uh, so, number two, I feel like um, I have a hard time taking a compliment and that I feel awkward all the time. And that's where it ties into (laughs) the human of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can you, can you just go into that a little bit? (laughs) Cause I, I feel like, you know, that's a real way to connect with people, you know? Definitely. Um, Yeah. I mean, (laughs) being here is hard and then you're shooting star and I'm a singing ship. I mean, they go hand in hand I suppose um you're shooting star and I'm missing you ship is a little bit more of like humans just like naturally comparing ourselves um to the other human beings that were around um and that is also hard yeah (laughs) um but yeah it's um Being able to uh, uh, recognize that um, sometimes you feel like you're kind of going down, and you see everybody else going up, and uh, and and maybe that this album is uh, trying to like pick pick myself up, possibly. Yeah. yeah. So. Do you feel like the the two albums are connected between each other? Um, like the progression of a little bit. Um, being here is hard was, uh, dealing with, um, like a lot of loss, um, of like, uh, suicide, um, and kind of overcoming that, uh, seeing that happen, uh, someone else, um, and just all kinds of loss, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then this is more so like, yeah, how to, how to save yourself from, from those difficulties. Of, yeah. Of like the things. next chapter. Yeah. 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 So I suppose it's yeah. tied. Um, I read that you like to write your music in your bedroom. It's like your safe uh, space. Yeah. That I also tend to write things when I'm driving. Really? That's not safe. No, 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 not like <laughs> physically right. But like, yeah, I'll be driving and something will just pop in my head. Not like just on the freeway. Like I purposely will have days where I'm just like, I need to go for a drive. In fact, today I like had so much to do, but I was like, nope, I got to go for a drive. Yeah. And like, yeah, things just come that way. Yeah. Like a calming of your mental state mm-hmm. and able to focus. Yeah. What places do you like to drive to for inspiration? Um, it sounds really 
cliche maybe these days because it's like overpopulated with tourists, but uh, I grew up near Snoqualmie Falls, so I just feel like out east anywhere. Mm -hmm. Just drive east and I'll be okay. (laughs) Well, that makes me think of like when I listen to your music, I just feel like you have this really... Like you do a really great job of capturing the Northwest sound. And I know that some of your influences are um, Northwest musicians, which I think is amazing. Um, You've kept it really Northwest. And I'm not (laughs) I'm not saying that um, the Pacific Northwest is a genre. It's just like a feeling that it's definitely a feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And this isn't. I think this is an appropriate time to talk about the single, the second single, Rainier, mm-hmm. and the inspiration behind it. Yeah. Um, Rainier, um, there's so many things behind it, but I originally wrote it uh, when I was staying somewhere where I could see Mount Rainier out the window every day. And uh, when it decided to be sunny I guess (laughs) but when it wasn't I knew that it was still there and um so like it's just kind of this like constant reminder that there's like something that feels like super grounding about like seeing that every day and knowing that it's there and like just like just like living like mundane life and like kind of forgetting about those things that kind of ground you and appreciating them when they're gone. Like when I moved from that place or when I wasn't able to stay at that place anymore, like I found like those nice reminders of those memories of those places when I drove across the 520 and would see Mount Rainier or, you know, simple things like that. So it's also like lost, but like holding on to uh, the memories that, that like just come up through like mundane things like drinking coffee or like making cold brew at your ex's house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We should hear the song. That's what we're going to play. Awesome. (laughs) You're listening to live music by Whitney Ballin on KEXP.
Whitney Ballin on KEXP.
You're listening to live music by Whitney Ballin here on Audio Oasis on KEXP. And she and her band are performing songs from the new album, You Are a Shooting Star, I'm a Sinking Ship. That will be out August 24th on Father Daughter Records and Substitute Scene. Correct. It's a double release. It's a co-release. Can you explain that? Yeah, um, it's kind of a crazy coincidence, but... They uh, both wanted it, and they were fighting over it. <laughs> Maybe, in the background, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I met um, one of the members of uh, Substitute Scene um, via Twitter, but turns out that they actually are from the Seattle area, and uh, also uh, are close to some other Seattle bands that we've played with, and... Um, so they uh, were so kind to share the record with the other half of their label, uh, Substitute Scene, and that's based in New York. Um, and uh, and then they also happened to work with Jesse from Father Daughters, so um, they shared that, and Jesse reached out, and then they all uh, said that we should be friends. <laughs> yeah, it's working out. So I have some new friends. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's good. such a, a lovely album, and it's really um, nice of you to come on the show and perform songs from it. But um, I feel bad because listeners won't be able to hear it, at least for a little while. Oh, There's only okay. a couple of singles out right now. Yeah. Um, but um, I wanted to talk about where you recorded it at. Mm-hmm. Um, I love all the places that you have worked with. Um, of course, old... Redmond Firehouse mm-hmm. and The Unknown, mm-hmm. and I know, well, I'll, I'll let you talk about uh, this album, because I got it really early, because yeah. I know the person who um, who recorded oh. it. Oh, I see. That's how I got hyped. Oh, I, I it should, works. I should give him a high five. You should. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, um, it's actually a funny coincidence. Uh, my drummer, Ian, was like, hey, we should record with this guy named Andy. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah. And I, like, thought I recognized the name. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll find him on Facebook, whatever, reach out. I reached out to the wrong Andy, uh, who happened to be the right Andy for us, because that's who we ended up going with. But I reached out to Andy Park. Uh, he records a handful of studios. He works with Noah Gunderson, John Van Dusen of The Lonely Forest, uh, and, like, uh, worked on... Uh, worked with David Bazan and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I reached out to him and we met up and we decided to record at the Hall of Justice in uh, Fremont Ballard area, um, which is a very, very special space. A lot of wonderful bands have graced that weird diagonal room. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's uh, Chris Wallace studio from Death Cab. and yeah, we spent like five, seven days straight, I think, in there, and that was that was that. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> great. So, Park. so um, I know you kind of dabble in sound recording. Sure. A little bit. A little I mean, bit. you have in your yes. past. Yes. As sure. a school project. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. I know more about you than you. Yeah. Like I, I know, know about, about your past. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you feel like you have like pointers or like you get nitpicky about recording? No, actually, I feel like, um, with like most things I do in music, I feel like I 
kind of make my decisions based off of just like feelings of like comfort or like contentness and like I didn't know anything about for example Andy Park like before I met him because I thought he was somebody totally different um but I felt like there was some kind of energy connection and it just felt like they understood what I was trying to accomplish and um and I I feel like I I trust that feeling of mine to let other people like kind of help direct and um you know guide the way yeah well it's such a wonderful album it's really beautiful uh and emotional um (laughs) (laughs) what's next for you um well, we've got um, some shows coming up this summer. Um, we Our next show is at this, like, private property up in, like, Darrington area. Stop teasing us. That's not fair. Oh, wait. Wait. oh private property. So <laughs> private people can come. Private property. Yeah, sorry. sorry. No. I heard the word private, and I got... It's private. You yeah. <laughs> no, everyone is welcome. Um, it's called La Flamma Palooza. It's actually put on by one of the members of Great Grandpa. Cool. And uh, there's two days of music, some camping, and um, yeah, we're excited for that. That's on August 10th and 11th. And then um, our release show is uh, for this album is August 24th at the Sunset with Snuff Redux and Big Buddy. And uh, then we're playing Van Fest after that. Cool. Van, so awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank playing you. Playing music. You've been listening to live music by Whitney Ballin here on 90.3 KEXP Seattle.